Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 4 now of the Fraser Oliver podcast and I'm yet again joined by one of my good friends um, who also does performing arts and that I also met at college which is becoming a recurring theme on the podcast and before we get into it just a quick note uh, all of these podcasts will now be available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and there's one more that I always forget but I will link them all in the description. Um, now, with that out of the way, let's get into our guest, uh, Jack. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm not too bad. Uh, and yourself? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad at all. That's what, that's what we like to hear. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this, this podcast is going to be sort of a, a catch-up as well, because we haven't seen each other or spoken to each other in a while. No, it's, it's been a long time, like, with lockdown and stuff as yeah. well. It's definitely been sort of in the way of stuff. Yeah. So, a bit of context for people listening or watching, um, me and Jack went to college together, but we were in, like, separate, not year groups, but separate groups, so Jack had to be there for an extra year. Yeah, yeah. And, so, obviously, I left last year, but you obviously stayed on. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, we wouldn't have seen each other at college, but obviously, with lockdown and everything, we haven't been able to meet up outside of college either. No, it's definitely So, what, what have you... Yeah, so, so what have you been up to, sort of? I think, um... Both at college, I'm, I'm just sort of curious with what's been going on. I think, like, with college and stuff, it's just, you know, been doing, like, the course and just trying to sort of make progress there, like, as an actor and everything else. And I think just sort of, with that end goal in sight of getting a good grade and developing my skills as an actor, really, I think that's sort of, like... Yeah, so that... Cause yeah. Yeah, that was a topic I sort of wanted to go on to, is like yeah. where your, like what your ideal sort of career path is, is it stage acting, is it screen acting, What what is the ideal? I think the ideal is like screen really, I think that's the ideal, but I think right, with okay. the way sort of the industry is right now with, you know, lockdown and I think just even in the future, mm. I think just like, you can't really tell what's going to happen and you know, you don't know when you'll be working or whatever so I think no you know it's just about and obviously a lot of thing quite a big thing with this industry is obviously taking almost what you can when you can yeah yeah of course of course so I so think it's just yeah. you know a matter of you know what's around and whatever I can do I think just jumping on the opportunity really yeah 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 so I think I think everyone who wants to like seriously pursue acting always has one or two names that have inspired them yeah who would you say they are for you who are the like the main people that stand out as inspirations i think like it's it's one of those things where it's such a standard and like basic answer but i think like dicaprio mm. is such a lot like standpoint in acting yeah you know he's just great at what he does and also johnny depp's just you know he's He's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's exceptional. You know, he's Johnny Depp. Like. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I think... I... Yeah. I think Johnny Depp's such a character actor. That's that's what I love about people like that, is that they immerse themselves so much into the character that when they're acting as that character, they are that character. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, I, I think if you're on the set of Alice in Wonderland or Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp, you wouldn't think you were with Johnny Depp. You'd think you were with Jack Sparrow or the Mad Hatter or Willy Wonka, sort of so on. I yeah, think and that is so good at what I he does. Like, yeah, because because he has that professionalism 
and focus while whilst also bringing his own twist to a role. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like what like the character that he has pitched is never the same character that we see. No, definitely not. Because it's like with so um, like, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Like I've seen that film mm. so many times, and like when I watch it, I'm so unaware that that is Johnny Depp. Like to this, like yeah, even now, it, I'm it's... still a bit like I can't really grasp that it's Johnny Depp playing. Because mm. uh, I said it just now when I was giving examples, yeah. and in my head when I said it, I was like, "Wait, is it Johnny Depp, <laughs> yeah. or am I like, am I being really stupid?" <laughs> because it doesn't. It doesn't but that shows like... a good actor if you. No, but if you can't decipher that it's an actor, then that that's what that shows. Yeah, they're doing like a whole like... new level of. Yeah, um, you mentioned DiCaprio as well. Yeah. So what what is it about DiCaprio that sort of I think inspired you? Like, is it because he started quite young, like from like a teenage, like he was a teenager when he started, mm. and I think like. I started acting when I was a teenager and I think just to sort of see the sort of success that he's done and to like see what he's done for acting in general like you know so many people talk about him and he's such a sort of big name within acting now I think it's such an inspiration yeah. of like just this like just a teenager just working and doing whatever he can eventually sort of you know finding like getting to like a spot where he's comfortable and you know, mm. like, just being a recognised name, I think it's sort of like, you know, everyone, I think a lot of actors, there's always that thing of like, not that people want to be successful, but you want to get to a point where like, you're happy within yeah. what you're doing, and I think sort of the inspiration just came from that really, of like, he's got to a point where he's happy, from both, from starting at such a young age, and then, um, yeah, hopefully I can sort of follow that in some sort of context. Yeah. Well, I think that the way the way you sort of worded that, it, it, it that could also be applied to uh, YouTubers. So where he was almost like the old version of a YouTuber where they start with nothing as a teenager and then sort of build their own... Yeah, yeah. ...their own living. Yeah, definitely. Um, so... So going back to college, yeah. obviously we went to college together, we were quite close yeah, to yeah. college. Yeah, quite close. But when I was sort of uh, coming up with what I wanted to talk about in the podcast, I realised we weren't in, I think we were only in one show together. We did, we did, um, did pantomime. Cause, yeah, I think yeah. that's the only one we were actually in. And I guess devising, but I think like that, that's sort of like. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So in because we didn't do the first panto together because you had your own panto. Yeah. And then you did play. Yeah. So then, we did. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah we've done Cause one the, show. Yeah, because we were really close, but we only did one show together. Yeah, it's, um, that's quite that's quite surprising to think of it like that. Yeah, because I thought that, and I was like, have I missed one? But I went through and I was like, no, that we only did <laughs> only Beauty and the Beast one. together. Yeah, yeah. What what a show! Oh, it was. What a show that was! was though. It was a very good show. What was the wizard's name? I think it's Wilberforce. That's it, Wilberforce. What is when you just told him that? Did I ask you to speak? No, shut up. I think it was like that um, was. I had like a line, and it was like, um, oh, he's gonna elect me as like prime minister or something like that. And then like someone in the audience started laughing, but it was like they were the only one who laughed, 
and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to say something. So I was like, oh, who was that laughing? And then like, she was like, oh, it was me. And I was like, oh, be quiet. <laughs> yeah. I think just, did you, sorry, did I ask you to talk? Oh, yeah. No. And then, like, um, it's like, like balcony stuff as well. Because since I was on yeah. there quite a bit, I was like, I want to sort of make use of it. And there were times that they'd be booing for ages, and I would just, like, look at my wrist as if I was, like, checking for the time. <laughs> and it was just, like, yeah, just yeah. small things Yeah, like pad, Panto is so much fun. Well, Panto is so much fun. one of the sort of, I think, like, besides doing, like, play or musical, is definitely one of the, like, highlights of yeah, sort yeah. of the performances that you do. Yeah. It's it's the freedom, I think, that comes with the pantomime of you you can do whatever you want and to a level get away with it. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Obviously, there's certain things you cannot say and do. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to an extent, but to an you could get away with a lot of stuff that will go over, that'll go over the kids' heads, but yeah. the adults will be like, oh, that was a bit, a bit risky. A few innuendos. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we love, we look at an innuendo in a pantomime. Yeah. Uh, so... So looking sort of past college yeah. onto like uni or drama school, sure. uh, what, what, where are you looking? Are you wanting to go to sort of higher education? If so, sort of where, where are you looking? I think like, I obviously want, I want, I'd like to go to drama school. I think that's sort of like yeah. the goal. I think that's sort of on my mind right now. But I think obviously since COVID's been a thing, I was a bit like, I sort of, wants just not like weighs it out but at the same time just sort of like everything's so unpredictable so i think my plan yeah. is to sort of like in september just take a year out and then i'll sort of um like from there i'll audition because i think whether covid sort of like dies down or whether it's still around like you know no one really knows so i think i sort of just want to take my time for a bit and yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree. Because yeah. that—that's what I did this year. Yeah, I was planning yeah. to go to uni uh, September last year, but that was when COVID was like at its peak. And I was like, and looking at all the stuff now of like uni students not being able to return home for Christmas and things like that, it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, I'm very glad that I decided to, uh, yeah. to defer for a year yeah, and hoping to go uh, this September, hopefully. That should be good though. So. Yeah. So we, we mentioned YouTube briefly when talking about uh, DiCaprio. Yeah. Do you, because I know, talking for me, I don't watch a lot of telly. I sort of only really watch YouTube or streaming yeah. services, really. Yeah. Is that the same with you, or do you I tend to watch TV? I like, I'm more, I think like Netflix is so like, like a predominant thing now, since like yeah. the lockdown and stuff. So I think like... I've been watching a lot of Netflix and obviously like YouTube as well. I think in this sort of like age, a lot of people are using YouTube and it's becoming a lot bigger because of like everything mm. going on. But I think like I tried to sort of like switch between the two, like as like much as possible. So, so who who sticks out to you as then some of the like the best YouTubers? Um. I think like what what just like in general. Well, not necessarily the best, but sort of your your favourites. If you had to go and just watch someone's content, who would you go? Oh, I'm gonna go straight to that channel. I think like as like generic as it sounds, I guess like the Sidemen are quite a, like obvious. I love of, the Sidemen. They're like an obvious pick, and I think they're doing mm. really good right now with. They like, are. 
they're killing it. Like they know what they're doing all the time, and they're sort of like they. I think they are one of the few people on like people on YouTube that have truly like sussed out the entire like game, the al algorithm. They've got it like on lock. They know yeah, what they're doing. They've got the clothing brand. They've got so much. Like they are. It's going to be a sad day when they stop making content. <laughs> Because yeah, every like that, they're just so funny together. Yeah, they all work so well together as well. And I think yeah, individually they're all doing like great as well. So oh yeah, yeah. You know. But I think when people are like, oh, if you could add one person to the side bend, who would it be? And I'm like, well, no one. Uh, yeah, because you, you shouldn't really be adding. You've you've got all you've got the personalities the, you've got the you best need. People for it in there yeah. already. and people. Yeah. People will argue, oh, add Calux or Cal Freezy, Stephen Tries. It's like, no, no, because they, they need to be, like, they're in every, like, in a certain amount of videos. Yeah, yeah. As, like, a little cameo, not as, like, permanent. Because I think, like, as well, if you were to add people to the side, man, or, like, make people leave, it's a bit like, like, it's not really the same thing. Like, the side men is no. seven people. They don't need, yeah. like, Calux or... Like whoever they want, right. like whoever they suggest, really. But no, you, you've got, yeah, you've got a, such a perfect group of people. And I think the other good thing is, is that in like, say like in a school environment, those like the seven of them, I don't think would have like been mates at all. You no, look at no. like Vic and Toby are quite nerdy. The same as Josh, and then you've got like JJ. Yeah. Like their personalities don't seem like. In a normal setting, they would mix and go together, and they'd be mates. No, but they all. And I think so that's well. what makes it. That's what makes, that's it, what so makes good, it so yeah. good. Is you've got like the voices of reason, and then you've got so you've got like Toby and Vic who are like they probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. And then JJ and Ethan, uh, JJ, Ethan, and Harry are like, ah, oh, now we're going to do it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, sort of. It, it's like a good mix. I think. Yeah, and and I still to this day don't know how they keep coming up with like ideas for Sidemen Sunday. Oh, definitely. I'm so surprised they've not like ran out of stuff. Because they do, they've consistently done one every Sunday. It's crazy. How how do you keep coming up with original ideas that always get good views? Yeah. No one's ever done before, and even if it's an idea that people have done before, they still make it their own. Yeah, that's true. I think like it goes back to the whole. They've just figured it out. Like they figured out the algorithm. They have. They figured out the game, and that's why they're, you know, as big as they are. That's so why they're where they are. Yeah, definitely, a million percent. No, no one's going to be able to beat them. Like no. everyone's trying now to create group channels, and it's like you, you may as well just not bother. Yeah, it's like Will Any and like Mimulus and. I do like. They're, they're really good, but I, I don't know. I, I, I quite like them. Yeah, I think they're good, but I think it's quite clear, like. You see what like the success of the sidemen. It's like, oh well, we're gonna try and do it as well because we know that they're like it's working for them. So yeah, so it'll uh, work for us, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but I think like. But no, I do find what's their group called? E boys. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I I quite like them. Not as individual as individual channels. I don't think I've ever watched a uh, Memulus or uh, I'm Alex video. Yeah. Like all the way through, but I, I do watch Will. I quite like Will and James. Yeah, I quite good. like. Yeah, but cool. the thing is, the weird thing with Will is he doesn't upload often, but when he does, it gets like 
one, two million views, and it's always like amazing. You can tell he's put so much into a video. Yeah, you can tell he's sort of figured it out as well. Like what he's doing, yeah. and he's sort of getting the hang of the algorithm and stuff now. Yeah, because for someone to not to not upload for as long as like he leaves it between his uploads, yeah. but then he still get like over a million views per video he uploads, it's just yeah, it's and the people he like does videos with as well, like he did a video of Mr Beast. It's yeah. like that is it's that's the other thing about YouTube is how it like people from all around the world are just. Not coming together, but you, like Will and Mr. Col- Beast would yeah, never like have the collaborate, met. Like the collabs and stuff that are going on. Are yeah, pretty crazy. That's something I do like about YouTube is collabs. Yeah, yeah. Collabs on YouTube are because you get brilliant. to see like a mix of like personalities and stuff. And like yeah, like and I think just said, people like, when with um like Will and Mr. Beast, like you know yeah, it's such a sort of it's like interesting to see like personalities like that mixing and stuff really yeah i agree and it's like it's you when people are on other people's channels i don't think they're as careful with what they say or what they do they don't feel they have to meet the standards of their channel sort of thing yeah so you tend to get to see the more real version of like that sort of youtuber like talking on a smaller scale me and uh, james did a lot of collabs last year Mm. and who I was in the videos that went on my channel with him and then compared to the videos that I filmed for his channel with him was completely different because I thought this isn't my channel people might not have seen me before so I don't need to yeah it's different isn't it like I yeah and it's and that's what I like you get to see a completely different side of these people that you watch every day yeah um so the other thing is sort of tastes of like of music because yeah. I know when I knew you at college you were quite into rap yeah, and sort yeah. of that side of things is that still or have you I think like I've sort of like I, I some like sometimes I'll listen to it it's quite rare that like I do now I listen to like mm. a lot of um Prince and like Jimi Hendrix and a lot of oh, like, nice. a lot of stuff like that now I think like quite old school yeah yeah if you if you were to go through my playlist you'll just see a lot of stuff like that but yeah I think like every now and again like I'll sort of like listen to it a bit but I think like just over time it's like just things change and you know yeah I I think older music just tends to mean more yeah yeah definitely like one of my favourite bands of all time is the Beatles oh yeah they're good very good I I love the Beatles I'd say I could get a lot of hate for this I think the Beatles are better than Queen. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's your opinion. <laughs> it's wrong, but all right. No, no, no. Um, like, is it like... <laughs> that is... <laughs> no, You're like, well, that's like, your opinion. Um, I meant like, um, that's like your opinion and stuff. No one should sort of be like judging it. Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I love their, their music. There's like a story behind every song. Yeah. And I know that there is, every musician will have a story behind the songs, but I feel like the Beatles have got like a, every song has got a proper deep meaning behind it. Yeah. I just, I just love them. Especially um, Paul McCartney, because some of his own music as well. Yeah. Is, is next level in my opinion. Yeah, that's understandable. 
So, go. So you want to obviously be an actor. Do you watch? Would you say you watch a lot of films, or sort of just the same amount as an average person? I think like it's sort of like the same amount and stuff. But I think like now I'm trying to watch like more and sort of like mm. see what other stuff is like around because I feel like I think like when you want to be an actor or you are an actor or you're like just studying to sort of like grow in that field when you watch like a film yeah. it's sort of like you can't really watch a film the same that might just be me no I found that but like um, no I've... it's sort of like before I started acting I'd watch a film and like I don't really know how to like explain it but it's like you just you just watch it differently because like you sort of understand yeah. the sort of like what goes into it and the sort of you watch it and think more about sort of the production side of it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, that costume must have like taken this amount of time, or oh, that's I like the way they did that camera shot, sort of thing. Yeah. And I it's like... I can't watch. Li I really enjoy live theatre. Yeah. But I cannot watch any, like, musical the same now. Because I watch them and go, I would have done that this way. Yeah, or, yeah. I would have blocked it like this. I'm and it's like, well, hang on, they're a professional films. company. I'm the exact same with films. I, like, watch a film and I'm yeah, like, but... oh, like, I, I could have probably done that, like, if I was to do it in that scene. Mm. Or, like, I wonder how long it took them to, like, you know, block that scene or, like, whatever. But, like, I, I sort of... I'm on the same wavelength with you on that. Yeah, because I, I, I always feel when I do it, I'm like, I'm being really like, I don't know what the word is, but it's like, oh, what am I saying? I'm a college student and they're like world-class actors. Why <laughs> am I saying I would have done that? But then I'm like, but no, because that's part of like learning is you look at it and go, oh, that's good. Yeah. But if I was doing it, that's how I would have done it. And I think that's what's good about having different, like, especially with a like a musical or a play, having a different director do a, the same play as someone else has before. Yeah. Because you could watch it twice, or three times, four times, and it'll be different every time, so it'll have a different director, a different casting director. Yeah. And everyone have a slightly different vision of how it should come together. I think, like, as well, from watching it, like, of sort of from the perspective of, like, you know, like we just said, of all those different things, I think it's sort of changed the way that I do performances as well. Because, like, yeah. you sort of, like, take inspiration and then you use that, like, in your work and things like that. So I think it's sort yeah. of been beneficial, but, like, it's sort of about using it when, like, you should use it. And, you know, yeah, and I feel this is probably going to make me sound like a really bad actor, <laughs> but I... I didn't used to take the audience into consideration as much yeah until i started watching like more live theater and more films because when i watch them and i'm like oh i would have done it like this because watching it i can't see this or it's come yeah. across like that so then when i'm performing now i'm like well hang on if i do it like this then the audience won't think oh i would have done it like that sort of thing yeah i get you so it's yeah it's all a bit of a, a bit of a learning curve yeah definitely so uh, a section I like to do on this podcast because I think this this can tell a lot about a uh, lot about people. Sure. Although I think I already know your answer. Is yeah. I do a thing called hypothetical questions. Okay. 
Do you know what a hypothetical question is? I am aware of what a hypothetical question is yet. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, in case the audience don't know, it's basically a question that would it's it's about a scenario that wouldn't happen, but if it did happen, uh, what what would you do? So the first question is if you made it as a massive like, as a great actor, big Hollywood actor, and they decided to make a film based on your life who would you want to play you but use actors that are like acting right now okay um so who who would you want to play you um paul scudder <laughs> I'd, I'd want paul scudder oh, no. i'd want paul scudder i, I was not ready for that paul scudder can play jack duncan <laughs> Right, Paul, you've heard that is your call to action. And he can inbox me and I'll, I'll give him the confirmation. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Uh, I think Paul's answer, because I recorded a podcast with Paul yesterday, I think Paul's answer was Harrison Ford. Oh, that's a But you know, good. if you want Paul to play you, I, if I you mean, want Paul I mean, to play I mean, you, I that's... might have to reconsider now that he said Harrison Ford. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say DiCaprio. Mm, he's, he's not quite Paul. Be honest. <laughs> no, that is true. He's not quite Paul. He's, not quite Paul. <laughs> he's good, but he's, he's not Paul. No. Um, so that's sort of a bit of a sort of. You don't have to think as much about that one. But this one is sort of more of a not psychological, but there's a you've got to think a bit more about it. Okay. So if you could either be eight again yeah. or twenty-eight again for a week, which would you choose? I'd probably be twenty-eight. Why is that? Because I've not been 28 yet and since I've been like I've, I've been eight before so it's like I'll, I'll just see what it's like to be 28. See I'm in like two minds because going back to being eight you don't have to worry about like it sounds stupid but little things like oh I've got this due I've got to my car's nearly out of petrol or I've got to pay my insurance pay my tax and all that sort of stuff. Is it only for a week? It's only for a week. And do I still have the same knowledge that I have now? Yes. Um, no, I'll stick, I'll stick with 28. <laughs> but would you not go back to being 8 and then tell your parents, like, oh, predict, uh, put some money on this happening and then you'll be rich in the future? Um, I feel like they... Because obviously it's late. They'll probably just be like, no. Like eat, eat, yeah, that's eat true. They'd probably be like, oh, shut up. Maybe don't eat your greens. It's dinner time. <laughs> no, eat. <laughs> like, <laughs> can you bet on this thing to happen? We'll get loads of money. No, eat your greens. My mum and dad, there's a lockdown. Believe me, it's going to happen. They're just like, eat your carrots. Shut up. Eat, <laughs> eat your carrots. I don't think uh, Which aren't green. Yeah, Jack. And it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, whatever. Believe it. Um, so, so twenty-eight. What what would you do? What would be the first thing you do? Your magic to being twenty-eight. Your ten years in the future. What is the first thing you do? I would wish to see what it's like to be twenty-seven. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just to sort of see what it was like the year before. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, do Do you think uh, COVID would be over? I think. It's the thing, like with COVID, it's like people are saying, "Oh, it's going to be done by this point," but I don't like. 
no one can really sort of tell, really. No, and I think, I think it all depends because I think what if people, what do people mean when they say when will it be over? Because do they mean when will COVID stop affecting our lives? I think ages yet. When but do you think will like it be... the virus will go extinct? Oh, I think that that's going to be ages. I think I think next year we'll still be wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so, a million percent. That, cause that's what I mean. I think well, if if the question is when will COVID stop affecting our lives? Yeah. Two, three years. I'd say, yeah, two, three years. Maybe because, four if you really wanted to. Like, yeah, because people, I think people are still going to be wearing masks everywhere, even if it's not required that you have to i think people still will out of their own safety yeah i think traveling's going to be massively affected for ages yet yeah. which is annoying because i wanted to go on holiday this summer <laughs> <laughs> but um i i think economy is the biggest thing yeah i think yeah. economy is going to be impacted for years and years yeah definitely i, I think like things the unfortunate... aren't going to be the same for like so long no. And the unfortunate thing is, is we're going to be the ones paying for it <laughs> when taxes go up. Because they'll, they'll put taxes up to oh, cover with the economy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we'll be like, oh yeah, we'll pay for it, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> That's our job, is it? Nice <laughs> one. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, I'm guessing you're probably quite... Are you busy with college at the moment, or is it a bit? Um, yeah, I think like... Obviously, we're doing it all from, like, home right now. Yeah. And then, like, it's a lot of, you know, Zoom meetings and stuff. And we're in devising mm. right now, because they've sort of... Oh, we love devising. They've given us four projects this year instead of three. You don't do a panto anymore, do you? No. We didn't... Is we that didn't because of it. COVID, or, do you, or is that just gone? And, um, I think it was because of COVID, so we didn't do a panto, no. Oh, okay. We did like, um... Disappointing We nice. did monologues instead. Oh, okay. So what are the four projects then? So we did skills for the first one, I think. Right, don't so quote, that's don't, don't quote me on that because, yeah. Um, second one was monologues. Right. At least for us. Um, and then okay. third project right now is devising and then for oh, okay. um, FMP what's FMP is that still the same then FMP yeah still it's still um, the play musical they've not like announced it yet but no, they, do, the they don't announce it do they not for a while they're still like apparently um, trying to get the yeah, so where for the play oh fair enough yeah. so, so where I was going with that is what what do you do like outside what are your hobbies like what 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 do you tend to do to to like pass time i think like sort of like i write scripts a lot like i don't know why i just like oh, I, don't, nice. I don't know if that's just like the the acting sort of thing but i think it's like later yeah. down the line i want to sort of go into like directing and stuff and i think sort of through writing scripts well, like, I, and stuff it's Sort of I think right. everyone who's somewhat creative, whether it's acting, singing, dancing, drawing, writing, whatever, like any creative field, won't just be talented in one area. Yeah. So like, like 
I'm I'm obviously primarily an actor. Sure. I can somewhat hold a tune, but I'm primarily an actor. Yeah. But I really enjoy drawing as well. Yeah. So I think I think everyone who's creative will have multiple like multiple talents yeah. and alleyways they can sort of go down. Yeah. So I've lost my notes for the <laughs> podcast, that's not good, is it? Oh no. Oh no Oh no Oh no <laughs> That's a throwback, isn't it? Oh god, that was that was a long time ago. Um, yeah, so actually that that leads very well into my next topic actually. That was oh, a bit okay. of a segue there. Okay. <laughs> So, talking about roles that you sure. have done within yeah. theatre. Yeah. So, I think I think we... Did you do much before college? Um, not really, to be honest. I think, like, there's quite a lot of people, like, in performing arts there now. And, like, you know, from, like, your year, like, Fabian and mm. you, James Skinner and Paul and that, who that took drama in school. And I think, like, I sort of just did it then. And then I think, like, performing arts, right, okay. like, at college is sort of, like, when I started doing, like, theatre stuff, so. Okay. So let's yeah. let's talk about the roles you played at college, then. And yeah, let's yeah. start with the first, the first panto, which was, was that Sleeping... No, Sleeping Beauty, yeah. Beauty was yeah. the first one? Yeah. Yeah, and you were, um... What was his name? You were the prince, weren't you? I was indeed. What was his name? Prince Valiant, I think was. That's the one, Prince. Was prince Valiant. Titled on the script. Oh, look at that! Mm. So, what what was that? What was that like? Because that must have been your first sort of introduction to theatre. Yeah, that, that was the first um, pantomime I did. So. And that was the role you auditioned for, wasn't it? Yeah, so I auditioned for that role, and like usually. You know, you audition for like one or two, but I think yes. like because you get the script beforehand. And I was reading through the yeah. script, and I was like, I can't really think of any other roles that I sort of want to do. Like, did you not go for the comedy character? No, because they Whatever said the um, fix it. No, they were like that's the one. Did you not? I didn't audition for that. No. I only auditioned for oh, I thought you did. The Prince, no. And then oh, nice. I got casted as that and that was sort of like Yeah, it, it was um it was interesting because obviously I hadn't done Panto before. So I think Yeah. You know, having to sort of like learn the style and it was like my first college like performance. Like essentially. Yeah. I, I think I think Panto is such a good way to get you into like performing if you've never done it before yeah definitely because because you can't shy away any role you get in panto you cannot shy away you have to go full out yeah so i think having that as the first project at college is w was really good for everyone's confidence because it was from then on really that everyone sort of came out of their show and yeah yeah went for it more uh, i think we'll, we'll we'll skip by devising because we didn't really have roles in that and it's a shambles um <laughs> So, <laughs> unless you desperately want to talk about devising, I think my desire to talk about it is really <laughs> sort of dissolving. Unfortunately, what I did you even? What did you even do for, for what one? In your, it level two. 
Oh, we did um, the sting. It was like because um, we were looking at different styles of theatre, and we were like, "Oh, it's going to be cool if we can like get everyone in the room and just sort of stand." Oh, stand that around. was terrifying. And I was thinking like, was... "Oh, if, if I was stood in the audience, I don't know if I'd stand up for this long." Um, you know, maybe that's just sort of my legs, but um, mm. was... yeah, yeah. Was that the one where Holly went mental at the end? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was really good, but that that was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. That sort of theatre I can't deal with. I I struggled to deal with it myself. Honestly, I being being an actor in it is fun because you get to annoy people. But as a as an audience member, I'm like, oh, better comfortable <laughs> here. Spatial awareness, thank you. Covid nineteen says otherwise. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like, oh, thank you for that. Let, let's not. Uh, so let's let's go on to I think my favourite role that you ever played. Sure. Uh, that was <laughs> bodyguard oh. in the wonderful world of Dissocia. Of course. What what an iconic play and role. Oh man. It feels like a fever dream. It, that it, it whole. Was. It was so strange, and I wasn't even in it, but just watching it was, it was very strange. I remember on the opening night, because like the way, because I was in the first scene of the show, so like yes. even that in itself was making me like, oh god, it's my first like, yeah. um, it's my first like major like FMP, and like I remember. Yeah. the curtains would like open like well obviously the curtains open but like when they would open I'd already be on stage so like I just remember yeah. like with my nerves I was like pacing like on the stage back and forth and then you know obviously what everyone saw is what is what everyone saw but yeah yeah it was it was good though thank you you, you were brilliant in it actually thank you because it was so y your character had like ticks, didn't you? like Tourette's. Yeah, yeah, Tourette's. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we had, and we you had so many people coming up to you, or coming up to sort of other members of the cast, sure. being like, "Did did that kid actually have Tourette's, or was yeah. or was it an act?" And everyone's like, "No, he's acting." And they were yeah. like, "Well, that that's amazing. Like, that was so." <laughs> and I and I think I think with something like that, you've got to be so careful. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because if there was someone in the audience with Tourette's, yeah. Think you could have very easily offended someone. Yeah, yeah, because I think I didn't know that we were gonna. Because originally I didn't audition for that role, so I was like, "Who did you audition for?" I auditioned. So there was that massive food fight scene with all the like. Oh yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, just um, I auditioned for one of those roles," and then um, they okay. recalled me for the guard. So I was thinking, "No thanks." Like, I, I I'd rather like, not. Straight away, I was a bit like, "I don't know." Like, I don't know mm. if this is my thing, like, and then, so when I got cast, it was, I was thinking, like, you know, it is what it is. And then, um, it was the first rehearsal, and Jade was working with us for a lot of it. Yeah. And straight away, she was like, oh, you guys are going to have, um, Tourette's. And I was thinking, Ooh. like, oh, like, how am I going to, how am I going to pull this, how am I going to, you know, pull this one out of the bag, like, but I think... It just took a lot of rehearsing and time, really, to. But, but you definitely, you definitely nailed it. You definitely, you, you nailed it. 
So moving on, it was the lot. Now the last role that you uh, played at college in sort of a major. You yeah. haven't done any major shows since, have you? Since Panto of last year? Um, no, no. Or a year before now. Jeez, yeah. it's ages. <laughs> so we spoke about this a bit earlier in the podcast. Sure. Uh, Will before Will before? Yeah. So you played the evil wizard in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. So that that's quite a demanding role to be the villain in a Panto. Yeah. So did, was it sort of quite intimidating when you got the role, or were you like, right, let's do it, let's... Um, I think because, like, I wasn't... Like, I genuinely didn't know what I was going to be cast as, because I didn't audition for Will Before either. so... Who did you audition for? I think I auditioned... Oh, I'm guessing, um... I auditioned for the comedy. Was it the comedy duo? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was a bit like... What were they good? They were Pick and Mix. Pick and Mix, that's it. So... That was the original sort of plan, I was at audition for that. And then, um, yeah. when I got casted as um, the wizard, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know, like, what to do. Like, I don't know where to go with it. And then, um, mm. I remember it was the first day of rehearsals. I said to someone in the cast, I was like, oh, I don't know. Because I was in the first scene as well. And I was like, yeah, you opened the show, thought, didn't you? I haven't really got any ideas, like, for what to do and then they were like oh just you know think of anything so I did and then James Skinner who played obviously um Abanaza was it and um yes yeah, in, in the first part we did yeah, in Aladdin yeah. um I had a lot of words of advice from him and spoke to him and yeah that was sort of good because yeah. it made it a lot sort of easier and like just gave me more ideas really on yeah, I think that's one of the great things. One thing I really miss about doing performing arts yeah. at, uh, at where we did it is was the community that was there because yeah. if you were struggling with a role, the like the possibility was there'd be someone there who had played that role or something similar that you could go to and be like, how how do I do this? Yeah. What what's the best way to do it? And and that can mm. be so comforting to have someone who can go, look, this is what I did. Here's some tips. There you go, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. And I think, like... It, it can feel... S it's sort of, cold. like, when people give you, like, feedback, even, like, you know, even, like, just with roles and stuff, it's like, you know, I don't, I don't know how to, like, explain it, but the fact that there are so many people who can give you different pieces of advice, yeah. it's sort of, I think like... That, everyone you know, there... Everyone there has a different, like, speciality, a different yeah. subject area. So there's always someone who can help with whatever you're struggling with, which was which was really good to have. Yeah. Um. So that sort of that's rounds up my uh, notes for sort of things we want. I wanted to talk about. Have you yeah. got any anything you want to talk about, or um, are you? Uh, I I'm, I can't really think of anything to be honest. That's right. Cause we we've covered quite a lot here. Yeah. And I think more than anything, what I wanted this podcast to be, because the I've done three podcasts now on my channel, yeah. and that uh, first one was with James, yeah. who I saw, I've seen a lot outside of college yeah. since we stopped, and the same with Fabian, I've seen him a lot, yeah. and the third one was with Paul, yeah. and again, I've seen Paul a lot, spoken to Paul a lot, sure. and I wanted this one to be more of like a catch-up, yeah, more yeah. than anything, just like a sort of a catch-up that we just happened to record and put into a podcast format, because... Yeah, yeah. 
the only times we've really spoken is through like Snapchat. We haven't spoken like vocally, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it was it was really nice. So th- thank you for coming on, Jack. No, of course, well, thank you for having me on. It's been it's been a pleasure. That's all right, and thank you everyone at home for listening or watching to this. Uh, watching to this? That doesn't make any sense, does it? That's not English. <laughs> watching to this? Well, we'll leave that in because, you know, everyone makes mistakes. That's, that's the moral of this episode of the podcast. Everyone makes mistakes and I can't speak English. Uh, like the video if you liked it. If you didn't, dislike it. Uh, comment your thoughts. Would you like more podcasts or shall I just stop? Uh, whatever you say, I'll do because... Well, that, that's how feedback She's works. Subscribe for new. I'm a man of the people. Democracy. <laughs> we th- we thrive for democracy on the Fraser Oliver podcast slash channel. We thrive for it. Uh, subscribe if you're new or you haven't done so already. And I shall see you in the next episode of the podcast. Or if you watch the channel, the next video I put out. Which, when will that be? I don't know. What will that be? I don't know. Because I come up with ideas on the day I film. See ya.